Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Kuttner, and I'm so glad you're here. This podcast will help you find ways to live a more authentic life. Every week, I have guests on the show from yoga teachers to meditation instructors, everyone to help you feel like the best you. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So today I have Christine on the show, founder of Mammoth Wellness Initiative. Um, it's a great group of wellness practitioners. Christine is also amazing. She is a licensed massage therapist, personal trainer. Um, she's been doing this for about 10 years. So I know we're going to have a great discussion for you guys. Welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Rachel. I really appreciate this. And I'm so happy we have a chance to talk about all the exciting things coming up in Mammoth Wellness and how it got started and just to provide some more information to the community about what we're doing. Yeah, me too. Um, So yeah, we can start right there. Um, I'd love if you could just share why you started uh, Mammoth Wellness so everybody can get a background on it. Sure. So over the course of the 10 years I've been doing massage therapy, I basically just started realizing that a lot of my clients were utilizing massage or one realm of wellness as their only realm of wellness. They never really branched out in terms of different body modalities like mind therapies or soulful connections. And I've been developing my own Um, sense of well-being over those years. And so I started trying to recommend people to different practitioners and trying to uh, network with the people who were in the area. So as I started doing that, I realized that there really was no uh, hub, central hub for the wellness practitioners of Monmouth County. And there are like a great amount of different kinds of practitioners, different kinds of local companies that are producing uh, fantastic artesian goods, foods, services where like you can purchase different kinds of meals every week. Um, So I really just had this uh, great idea of trying to have different Um, like wellness events through the area and to highlight the different areas of our county because some of the areas are, you know, could, could be revitalized. And I had that originally in my plans. So it was just sort of an idea to bring everybody together in um, terms of a community, a wellness community. So people can learn about different modalities that maybe they've never heard about, or maybe they have questions about different types of wellness services that it's just not exactly in the common regular uh, menu of like services that you would get at a spa or um, different kinds of services you would get through a fitness trainer um, or even just more education about nutrition in general. Um, there's a lot of different um, you know questions that people have in general uh, that in the community they don't really know that much about wellness and where do you go for it? Do you Google search it? Do you just do word of mouth? Um, There's really kind of no clear cut directory that's for the wellness practitioners. So that's ultimately what Mammoth Wellness is starting to generate. Uh, We are a directory, we are a community, and we also produce events. So that's Mammoth Wellness in a nutshell. (laughs) Yeah, no, thanks for that explanation. I love how 
you provide all of the different services within one place. I, I agree with you that like you can't just do one thing and think you're taking care of yourself. There's there's a lot of aspects to wellness. So so including all of the different practitioners in one network is amazing. I love it. Thank you. I also want to continue my own journey on my own wellness path and for me to be able to start networking as a business with these other practitioners it gives them a chance to get to know me and what I can provide to the community as well so it's not just for the consumer but it's also for the the business people too because then they can start getting trusted references where they have a client that may need spa and and nutrition services and now they know that they could either just direct them to Mammoth Wellness or they've started to have a personal uh, relationship with these different practitioners. So it's a really good way to start having a trusted reference directory. Yeah, I agree with that. I love um, relationship building and networking. Um, and I think it's so valuable. Like people really do still go off of word of mouth and referrals. So it's nice to have that. Yeah, for sure. And I think that the, especially the people who joined in this network this very first year, we're only one year old. And um, the people who initially signed on with me, they have really developed um, a great community amongst themselves. We communicate through a group chat. So there's really a support system there too. And I think it really gives um, the different practitioners joining a boost of confidence that like this is something that they can grow into, that they can feel comfortable interacting with these other people who are in the network. It's not just kind of like, a, oh, I signed up online and I never hear anything. We really try to keep in touch with everybody. We really try to support the people who are participating in the in the markets every time we really try to boost each other up we're trying to uplift the community as well as ourselves so uh it's really just a, a big beneficial uplift all around yeah it's amazing i personally love it um i'm involved in mom wellness uh network as well and i love the energy of of the group chats and the support i think it's an awesome uh little network thank you yeah, I've been really enjoying it so far, and I'm excited to see where it goes. It's kind of been an amoeba all year. Um, we really had to roll with the punches in terms of COVID and the restrictions that were placed down on having in-person markets. So the fact that we were able to produce one in-person market at the end of last year and, and then tailor the markets into the virtual style Instagram markets that we were doing over the spring and over the summer, people really were able to still interact with us as a community and learn and grow and be able to find the ways of wellness that speak to them. So we really just try to have um, an open-ended mindset about what this network is, what this community can become. We really aren't restricted by any kind of um, hard definition of ourselves because really in terms of events and in terms of forming a community, there's so many different routes we can take. So I really didn't want to put it into one particular box. I think we really can just grow and change as our society changes. And I think really this year proved it that we can, we can hold fast through all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think um, it's been so awesome to see the virtual offerings and, and how, um, you know, the practitioners pivoted to still serve their clients in a way that was accessible. Definitely. So, yeah. 
Cool. Um, so I have some specific questions for you. Um, so I would love if you could share some of your favorite ways to feel grounded. Um, I think that's an important piece of wellness is, is to feel grounded. And I know there's so many different ways to feel connected and grounded. So what are some of your favorite ways? Some of my favorite ways actually have to do pretty much with just time by myself. Um, I'm definitely introverted at heart. So when I am social and when I'm going out and working and I'm, I'm giving my energy to my clients, I need to regain that battery power when I'm alone. So I usually go out either on a hike or I'll go paddle boarding or I'll practice yoga um, I've been trying to get into meditation. So, um, you know, you also have to do things such as practice um, on a regular basis, things that aren't not, don't come naturally to you. Um, even just kind of sitting with the pets that I have. I have two cats. Never thought I'd say that, but I have two cats. And just their energy and their presence and being in the moment with them, it really can help ground you because you're not thinking about what happened in the past. You're not thinking about what's to come in the future. You're really just sort of in the here and the now and you're paying attention, you're being mindful. And I think that's something that I really benefit from. Um, even things that are active, like even cooking, you have to be in the moment for, um, you know, sports. We actually, uh, we, pad, uh, we snowboard. So that you have to really stay in the moment with. I don't get a chance to do that that much because we're on the East Coast. So right now I basically do outdoor things that I can, bike ride. I like to do active meditation stuff. So um, that's why it's such a challenge for me to just sit and meditate, but I am trying to do it and um, really just trying to gain my energy back so I can provide for my clients. I can provide to my loved ones, to my friends and family and be able to be, um, you know, balanced in my own ways. I know that I have my own limitations. I have um, only so much energy I can give to everybody, including to myself. So I really do try to regulate myself and try to eat healthy too. I think that's a big part of it, get enough sleep. I think um, over the last year or so, I really started to try to clock my hours of sleep and make sure I get at least seven or eight hours. Um, I started doing research on that and that's like incredibly important. And, um, you know, just try to ground myself in natural ways, get back to the earth, go to the beach, have that interaction of the water to the earth um, and just sit and be present. I think that's a big part of it is just being present and not having to think about all the things that we have to still do or all the things that we've done and we may not have liked how it came out. You know, it's uh, everybody has a life that is full bodied like that. We have things that can stress us out or things that can disappoint us or things that we've grown from that we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. But you can't just constantly be on that rat wheel in your head. You have to really just try to pull the reins in yourself and control your mind because your perspective is everything. Um, if you know your your life is as good as your mindset, basically, um, it, you could have all the external factors set up and all your ducks in a row, but if your mind is not um, on par with it, then you really are not having joy. You're not having a happy life. You're you're really just um, ruminating on the things that you can't control, and so. A few years ago, I started following um, the Stoic philosophy. So that's Marcus Aurelius. And there's a lot of really great current uh, textbooks about that. It's one in particular is called The Obstacle is the Way, and that's on audiobook. So I tend to also listen to that while I hike or while I ride my bike. 
um, and just try to understand like the things that you can't control versus the things that you can control and just try to focus on the latter part of that because um, you can get really swept away in the things that you are completely, we, we couldn't control COVID, you know, we, and a lot of people really, really stressed about that, but it's something that we literally could not have controlled. So we just only have our own um, mindset about how, how things are taking place. That's the only thing that we can control. So even though it's a negative situation um, and there are obstacles in the way, the, the mindset in which you are uh, living throughout that situation is everything. So there's always some kind of way that you can flip the script in your head to put um, not necessarily a positive spin on it, um, I don't want any kind of toxic positivity where you just ignore the negative, but you have to reason with yourself. You have to see how you can handle the situation the best you can. So yeah. that's kind of, that's some of the ways that I try to calm myself down. <laughs> I love all of them. There were like a million gems in there. I can agree with you on almost everything you said. I think nature is therapeutic, um, especially like the salty water. Like for some reason, I feel the most grounded near the beach. It's, it's really interesting. I just feel like there's something about the water and being um, near the water really like it's special. Um, but I agree, like pets, they're they're like a part of nature. So just being around them and their energies is grounding too. I love that. For sure. Yeah, I love the beach. I've been going a lot to the beach this summer. And um, I keep saying this to my friends whenever we go in. I, every time the water washes over me, I say I feel baptized. <laughs> you know, it just really kind of just washes away all of the things that are weighing you down. And especially because of the salt in the water, you have this buoyancy that you cannot provide for yourself. So that's providing something to you that um, – and, and you feel – you feel the the magnitude of the earth and of the universe there. We were there last night, actually. We were looking at, tonight's the full moon, but last night it was it was really full too. So I was just watching the, the reflection off the water at night. And, you know, you just get into this trance because you see all this energy transference happening. And so it really grounds you there as well. So I try to use all of the areas in our, in our community that I can go to and just sort of have that present moment with it. Yeah, Monmouth County has a lot to offer. Like, um, there's some great hiking trails. There's the beach, obviously. So it, it's really nice. Um, I know when we first spoke, um, you mentioned somebody who does, like, some nature therapy, too, in the network. So, yeah. Yes. This, yeah, the, the network is so great. I think um, what's nice about it is there really is someone from, like, every area of wellness. So great job on putting that together. Thank you. And I actually have to give the credit out to mostly the practitioners. I put that, um, you know, intention out there to meet people, but it really was the people finding me and the variety of the people that I could never even uh, guess that I would have this many different kinds of practitioners and providers in this network. Um, I'm very blessed to know so many people now. If you told me last year that I would know 40 new uh, service providers and, and wellness businesses around here, I, you know, I wouldn't believe you basically, because that's a really 
big amount of people in a short amount of time. And the authenticity that I've found through all of these people and the positivity and just like the support that I have from these people. And I may have only, you know, met up with them once or maybe even just had a phone call with them because of COVID. But I really feel as though they are behind the mission and they support me and they trust me to help boost this to a realm in which everybody can access this and that they can help others as well. Yeah, the energy of the community is incredible. It really shows that like you vetted everyone and and everybody just has such good um, intentions for the community too. Like I love, I love it personally. So um, I am going to just plug it in right now. Um, Mammoth Wellness is a great community that offers so many different services. And Christina's going to let you know um, exactly where to find the info for Mammoth Wellness right now. Well, typically we're most active on Instagram. So if you search Mammoth Wellness, all one word at Instagram, that's where you'll find most updates. You can also go onto our website, mammothwellness.com. That also gives you an ability to, to enter your email. And so any updates, including any kind of market announcements or any kind of news that's going on in our network. And also if we're partnering up with different, um, different events in the area, that's also where you can get the best updates. Um, we are also on Facebook. I should do a little bit more on Facebook. Um, but at the same time, we still do have a presence there. And if that's where you find your news, then by all means, everything goes directly from Instagram to Facebook. So uh, we really try to be as accessible as we can be. And also current, um, we're really just sort of starting out too. So uh, we're really trying to hit up all of the community podcasts and trying to get our name out and like on radio and, you know, just trying to find um, mediums in which we can explain who we are and why we're doing this and what you can expect to find from this community. And ultimately right now we're doing seasonal markets. Um, I think that every season the community feels a little different. Individuals feel different. We're doing different things. We're focusing on different things. We're eating different things. Um, we also have different like sleep and, and work schedule during different times of the year. So instead of doing one big event every year or trying to split it up uh, six months apart from each other, I promised myself that no matter how popular it would get, we would do four markets per year. So at the very start of each season, we're trying to produce a seasonal wellness market. And also those practitioners involved in that market, I've been asking to kind of highlight in their service and in their company what can best be provided in this season. So even though you may see repeat companies at, this, at these markets, they're still providing new information that is relevant to this season. So, um, you know, there's always room to grow and learn more and understand why these services are important and why you should consider trying them out in your wellness lifestyle. Um, and even if you say go to like a spring market and at the moment you're like, oh, I don't think I need this, maybe by the summer or the fall, you may come back around. And in that moment, in that season, you're like, you know what, this is actually really speaking to me now. 
so it's uh, it's just a way for us to provide throughout the year. And that also bolsters that kind of wellness lifestyle that we're trying to provide for people. It's an ongoing lifestyle. It's not a one-time fix-all. I think that's a big part of why I started it because a lot of people really treated me as a service provider in massage therapy. They come see me once. They think all their problems will miraculously be solved after that 50-minute session. <laughs> so, like, I kind of just want to give the community a chance to take responsibility on a regular basis and check in on themselves. Like, that's why I like to call it refresh wellness markets, because you're refreshing the idea of wellness in your life. You're refreshing your mindset. You're refreshing your nutrition habits, you know, and there's so many things where in a, in a three month time frame, your life can change very dramatically and you may be really good on, on one season and then you really may need a, a, a lot of different services to help yourself get back to a homeostasis, back to a balance. So that's why we're here. You can trust that we're always going to be providing these. It's something that is on a regular basis that you don't have to just kind of anticipate it happening only once a year. You're like, oh, okay, like I know I can go and I can see these people and learn and, and have an interactive experience with them. Even though it was online, we were still having interactive experiences where we were doing collaborative Instagram live sessions and we were doing like giveaways and stuff. So like you're still connected, even if it was just through a virtual platform and moving on from this moment in our, in our society through COVID, after this season, I believe we'll be getting back to in-person markets. So there's an excitement that can be generated now. Like things are opening up again. We can start seeing each other in a social way again. So, you know, that's something that we really wanted to do is just give people a market on a regular basis that you can look forward to, that you can feel as though you're going to learn something new or maybe have questions from that pr practitioner that you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to see them next month. So um, let me ask them about that then. You know, it's a way of relying on us. Yeah, I think it's a great way to showcase the talent in like one hub. And I personally love events. I think they're super fun. Um, like I love getting out in the community and checking out local vendors and, and checking out like lo local artisans. I think it's, it's a great way to connect people. Absolutely. And I think that um, in this modern day and age, I think that there's a lot of um, seemingly social interaction through social media platforms, but um, interpersonal communication, I feel, is a little um, neglected these days. So what we're trying to provide for the community is an authentic connection, not only practitioner to consumer, but then consumers themselves. Like this is a social event. So you'll be able to perhaps meet some people that are like-minded with you and are there to help themselves feel as great as they can. We're not asking people to come with all their problems. It's more like, how can we help you feel the best? You know, and we do have people across all boards of uh, like therapy for, you know, mind mindfulness. We have health coaches. We have social workers. We have registered therapists. So like any, it, it falls on a spectrum, truly. Like if, if you're not feeling your best, you can decide on what level of mental health you want to access at that point.
And I think that that accessibility makes it a bit more comfortable for people to say, well, you know what, I really haven't been feeling my best. And let me just see how this person feels with me, you know, like, let's, let's try it out. But I know I have other options. People like options. So, um, you know, it's really just a way for people to feel their best. Yeah. And it definitely does that. I love how, um, number one, you bring people together. So they feel like they're a part of community and then they can also connect with other people in person. There's something very valuable about connecting with other humans. I think, like you said, it's, um, it's taken for granted because we're always on social or, um, you know, just chatting with people through text and and we're not doing those in-person experiences, but the connection piece is huge. It's, it's, it does help your mental health in general to feel connected and to feel like part of a community. So the people who are suffering, maybe coming to find ways to help themselves can also connect with other people. That's great. Absolutely. We just want to have as much of an inclusive community as we possibly can. Like we're not, we're not leaving anybody behind. Um, and we're also not forcing people to do anything either. It's an open market experience. So you have the option to go up to a table and you also have an option to skip them too, if you want. It's nothing that's completely necessary where you have to visit everybody. It's not like you're being forced into doing anything you're uncomfortable with. But at the same time, it's opening up the door for you to learn more about something that you may just not feel as though you know enough about to feel comfortable about it. And I'm talking about things like mental health. I'm talking about things like spiritual work. I'm talking about things like um, getting practitioners that aren't exactly who you f- would first pick to to have a service done. Um, specifically, uh, like I know in, in the massage therapy industry, it's very difficult for male massage therapists to have a following because of the very um, first, um, you know, uh, experience, you may feel timid or something where you just feel like you're not comfortable with a man. Um, but once you actually meet them and once you have like a service demo with them, you're like, Oh, okay. Like now I know now I feel comfortable actually booking up an, an appointment. It's really just about baby steps to experiencing things that are new. Um, we all have a comfort zone that we love and I want to just at least open, crack open the door to getting out of your comfort zone a little bit, experiencing some practices and some services and some people that you may not automatically feel comfortable with and providing that in a, in a safe space that you don't feel pressure that you have to do any of it. So it's just kind of like, letting you, letting you see. So, so some of that stigma is taken away. Some of that, uh, initial impression is taken away. You know, um, unfortunately the holistic industry does have certain, certain things that are, um, you know, they, they taught that there's just an impression on like mental health. And that's such a hugely important aspect to wellness and to um, be being your best self is to understanding your mind. Um, so those kinds of things, I really want to at least always incorporate somehow into the markets and also to provide these practitioners a way of 
meeting the public. I know that there are different networking groups, especially in this area. There's a lot of different groups and they don't always provide an actual event for the public. So this is my spin on a network. This is my spin on getting more business generated for these people because it's bringing the community in and we're we're interacting with each other in a way that's all pro bono. You know, um, it's, it's always free to the public to come to these events, you know, and it's also trying to get them out into spaces that they may have not visited yet. Um, different businesses have been providing venue space. We've been making efforts to try to get into different areas such as like Fort Monmouth, um, you know, we're trying to at least generate some kind of excitement. So like, Ooh, like where's the next market going to be? Or, Oh my God, like, I can't wait to hear about what, like what the fall, uh, seasonal wellness practitioners have to say about like getting into like the holiday season, you know, like it's all trying to just continuously be refreshing for people, practitioners and consumers alike. I don't ever want this to feel stale and like we're doing the same old thing every three months. Yeah, I I love that. Um, I <laughs> so many things I was like, I was so happy that you said. I love that. Um, you know, there's so many different practitioners, and the services can go hand in hand. Like I know for me personally, um, I loved integrating yoga with mental health therapy. I felt like there was a huge connection between, um, you know, fixing your energy and also understanding your mind. So I love like piecing things together and I, I'm a big believer in holistic health. So I think, you know, when your diet is off or your gut health is off, like you're going to see that in your energy levels, your, your mental state. So I love offering so many different services at once. So you can kind of hand pick what's going to work for you in that season. And the season piece is great too. I actually know this one group of personal trainers and they would do like a, a diet complimentary thing every season because you are kind of eating according to season. That's how we ate, you know, in the more tribal times, we, we ate what was growing at that season. So it's nice to understand how the seasons affect your body and, and how you can really work with the seasons opposed to against them. Absolutely. And actually touching back on you mentioning the, the practitioner, her name's Megan, and she is uh, the living, uh, the living tree. That's her company. And she's trying to get us back to nature. And she and I were talking a while ago. And what she's trying to do is follow the celestial seasonal calendar. And that is the calendar where the summer solstice falls on and the equinox. And so we are creatures of the earth. And I think in our modern society and the kinds of work that we're doing these days, the industries, it has taken us away from nature. So this is our way of trying to get back on that calendar of our cycles and how we're responding and the types of you know, stars above and, and moons above and the way that the, the seasonal um, environment is changing around us. Luckily, in New Jersey, we have all four seasons. So we are able to see the differences of the seasons, feel the temperature changes, feel the distance of the sun. And um, getting back to that, getting back to the earth, 
And incorporating that in your wellness lifestyle is something that's so deep and meaningful. And it's so simple that people just kind of look over it. It's kind of negated, Um, but it really is important. And if we can start providing a regular outlet for people to get back to nature, I think that can really help people feel better without even having to work at it. You know, it's really just, it's there to provide for us. And we eat the things that are grown in nature. And, you know, uh, we've evolved throughout all the different uh, seasons of, of nature. So we really need to have that connection back in order to feel like we are a part of it, like we're connected to the community at large, not just person to person, but person to environment. I agree with you a million percent. I think the nature piece is huge. I think that's why there are so many different modalities that have to do with nature. Like I know, um, there's like equestrian therapy and there's like, um, you know, walking meditations in the woods because that's really what heals to understand and remember who we are. We are a part of nature. It's all connected. You know, it's not separate. So love that piece too. Exactly. So if we could provide that to the community, I think that we're, you know, really right on target with our mission. Yeah. And the mission is wonderful. Like I said, so good. Thanks. And we're trying to, we're trying to evolve as we go. You know, we're, we're open-minded and we're collaborating. We have a few community partners that, so for, you know, the next upcoming year, even the next seasons ahead, we'll be introducing um, different styles of ways of connecting to this community, ways of connecting to the network. So we're very excited to see how this will be changing over the course of the next season and into 2021. Um, So we are constantly working at how we can become better. Yeah, so awesome. I have one more question uh, for you before we wrap up. Um, so obviously the name of this podcast is solutions podcast. We provide different types of solutions to help people feel more connected, healthier, live a better life. Um, what's your favorite solution? And when you're thinking about, um, this question, maybe think about the solution that you wish you could have found at an earlier stage in your life. Okay. So like a solution to just like stresses in my life? One of the things. So like whether it be stress, whether it be energy, whether it be um, physical grounding, whatever solution you would provide yourself with earlier. I think I would provide an, uh, myself like as a younger, as a younger individual, I think I would provide more um, mental clarity on my emotions. Um I think that we growing up are very disconnected to the way in which our mind is controlling our behavior. Um, I think that I am very honest with myself these days. I know when my mood is affecting my behavior and I really try to, like I said earlier, I try to pull the reins in So I have more control over my thoughts and over my actions because of my thoughts. And um, that's including like how I'm speaking to myself um, and how I, and how I respond to others. 
because the more I know about how my mind works these days, the more I understand why my mind may be going in a direction it is. Um, and it could be simple things that are just triggers. And, and we all have a certain level of trauma that we've all had to figure out how to deal with. And, um, you know, nobody's excluded from that. And I think the past, because we were young and it happened to us then, and we made our conclusions about what was going on then, I think those can really have a long lasting impact on who we are as individuals today. So a lot of it is just sort of like a retro engineering, um, like a, a reverse psychology almost to yourself because there are things that can be just subconscious triggers and you put on this filter that you used to use when you were younger and you may automatically just go back to the, the behavior or the mindset that you had once had when that was happening to you. Um, so a lot of that, I wish I could tell my younger self, like it was, it was a lot of just my own perspective on things. Um, and just to, just to like be nicer to myself. Um, I think throughout my life, I could have been a lot nicer to myself and I know I'm a good person at heart. So I think one of my solutions that I have towards myself these days is kind of like giving myself a little slack, mm -hmm. um, letting myself off the hook a little bit, but also saying to myself, like, you know, just like watching, watching my words, watching my words towards myself and to others, um, because the, the energy and the, the way you are treated and how you make people feel, um, that speaks volumes over the things you do. And so I really just want to, um, you know, have a, have a full understanding of, who I am in my, in my own head, have my own secure identity and not to allow others to sway that opinion about myself. I think I allowed too many outside opinions to alter the confidence that I had in myself. So I think that that was a real um, challenge for me throughout my life is to just have a secure confidence in myself. Um, so that's something that I feel as though it was a solution because once I started having kinder words towards myself and, and gained some self-esteem that could not be rocked anymore, I think that a lot of the struggles that I was having socially or with, you know, romance, whatever, or even with family, you know, um, I think once I had my own secure foundation of esteem and of security in my own mind, I think I let a lot of other things that used to trigger me, I think I, I've started to let them go. Or at least have come to an understanding that um, either what I was seeing in them was a reflection of something in me, and also um, understanding that everybody has struggles. And sometimes their behavior is not about me, it's about them. So like you just have to have a well-bodied understanding of yourself and understand that everybody else is human too. Humans are flawed by, by nature and that they're not always going to understand how um, their words may impact you. So like you have to have kind of like a tough skin 
I think I've developed a tough skin. So I think that's, that's my solution is kind of like having a tougher skin about what's going on, but also having like a, a, a tighter grip on the control over your mind. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, thank you for being so vulnerable and open because I know that when we're vulnerable and open that other people will latch on to that because I can't tell you how many people probably have the same story of self-esteem or trauma or not being able to control their thoughts and emotions. And I think that's really the biggest key. And it's one of the overlapping themes with every guest I've have, had on the show so far. It's the mindset work. It's the way you're interpreting your reality. And it's also the way that your inner world is reflected in your outer world. And when you develop that awareness and that sense of like, okay, I understand why things are happening and I'm going to learn from these experiences and grow as a person, that is all of it. It's everything. Yeah. Your mindset really is your reality. And um, that's something that I try to remind myself on a daily basis. And that's why I've chosen to um, use the text of Stoic philosophy to try to just reiterate it to myself. When you read these texts, it's, it's very um, plain and simple guidance. There's nothing that's otherworldly about this advice, but it's very sound advice that we should remind ourselves about. And just simple, simple ways of understanding what we're in control of. And it really is the mind. That's the only thing we have control over. And sometimes we don't even realize that we have control over our mind. Um, I think we need to learn that that is something that we can um, have control over as opposed to allowing life to dictate how we feel. Um, and I know that there are extraneous situations that it makes it very difficult for that to feel like you do have control. But at the same time, um, life is going to throw us all different kinds of surprises. And there's, you know, really no other way to be able to roll with the punches other than being on your side in your own mind. And so either you can make the worst out of the situation or you can make the best out of the situation. And growing up, I know in my early teens, I was pessimistic, you know, and I was allowing a lot of the outside uh, experiences influence my internal world. So nowadays, and, and you have to really do a lot of work about, you know, you, you also know that like the people you hang out with are also what makes up your life as well. So um, maybe even trying to just have more authentic connections with the people who you spend time with, making sure that they're not making your outside world as worse as possible. Like you want to have people who are making your life as best as possible, but also it is your responsibility in your own mind to keep those conditions going that way. Um, and you know, there's a lot of lessons I learned over my twenties, um, and in my teens, but at the same time, I know that it mainly was, um, work that I had to do with myself that made the most difference. And the more you can work with yourself and be okay and be positive in your own way by yourself, then that kind of energy that you're putting out attracts like-minded energy. And so 
you will be finding a better community while you're feeling better and doing the work for yourself. So it all kind of like it works hand washes hand, you know, mm-hmm. one hand washes the other. So, um, you know, it's and that's what we're trying to provide to the community, too. It's ways to work with yourself and then also finding an external source of support and community to go along with it. So um, simple, but also very important. And like, this is nothing new. I mean, we, we know that like mindfulness has been around forever and, you know, the, the ways in which um, our, our holistic industry can provide services, like all of those things are basically ancient, you know, working with massage or physical fitness. I mean, you can read Roman texts about these things. You can read like the, about the ancient Indian deities who studied, uh, you know, yoga and, and uh, meditation practices. So like all of these things we're trying to rediscover instead of bringing something new and trying to get the community back to a level of nature and, and intrinsic practice that they can have for the rest of their lives. You know, even if you only attend one market and never come to another one or, or get involved on a level that you, you know, you never actually see us in person, but like the things that we're providing, I'm hoping can be everlasting in people's lives. So, um, you know, we're, we're just kind of winging it. We're doing it. We're putting the good word out there, good intentions all around. And luckily, I think we've really seen a lot of growth and a lot of success over the first year that we've been in operation. And like I said, we're just excited to see where it's going to go next. So thank you so much for having me on this show. Hey, friend. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Solutions Podcast. For more episodes just like this, be sure to subscribe. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Solutions Pod. Thanks again for listening and be sure to check out our next episode.